Three times six, plus six. What on earth are you talking about, Rog? In today's episode, I'm going to discuss with you how we, as shift workers, can combat decision fatigue when it comes to meal prepping. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, Certified Nutritionist, Veteran Law Enforcement Officer and 24-7 Shift Worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigours of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. Welcome back to A Healthy Shift Podcast, where I uncover evidence-based strategies to help shift workers thrive, not just survive, while coping with the rigours of shift work. I'm your host, Roger Sutherland. I'm a veteran shift worker of almost four decades myself, and now an evidence-based nutritionist. And I'm thrilled to be personally welcoming you to this episode of the show, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Today, I'm going to bring you a topic that's a common problem for so many shift workers. Three times six plus six. Cryptic, Rog. Mm. But I'll break it down as I do on this platform, and I'm going to arm you with another piece of gold to help you, the shift worker. Today, we're exploring a powerful technique that can transform your energy levels, meal planning, to conquer decision fatigue. Now, you might wonder, what? But let's just understand what decision fatigue is first, all right? So this is my first point today. Imagine facing a demanding night shift or a long stretch of irregular hours and then having to make countless food choices throughout the day. And that's where decision fatigue sneaks in. The mental exhaustion that comes with making numerous decisions. As shift workers, we have a lot on our plate already and our energy must be conserved for the tasks that truly matter. Enter meal planning. Oh my God. Meal planning's got to be the worst decision that we have to make. Unless you're a veteran meal, uh, sorry, unless you are a veteran meal prepper and totally have a handle on it, and you know what? You can actually do that. Then I would highly suggest that you just start small. So, Let's just go into what the benefits of meal planning. Three times six plus six. Let me help you here. Open your phone and open the notes on your phone. And then write down breakfast. And underneath that, write down six breakfasts that you know that you can knock together easily and that you really enjoy. And then underneath that, write down lunch. And write down six lunches that you know that you can put together super easily and you really enjoy. Then write down dinner and do the same. And then underneath that, write snacks and write down six snacks that you know are readily available, that you enjoy, that you can actually have. And there you have it. You have three times six plus six. Six breakfast, six lunch, six dinner and six snacks. So, what's the benefit of this? Well, the day you sit down and you actually write this, you're lucid and you're actually thinking and you're right to think. 
And the good thing about them being in notes in your phone is you can chop and change these as often as you wish to change them. So why would you consider just jotting down six breakfasts, six lunches, and six dinners, and six snacks? So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to break that down. Number one, streamline choices. If you plan these meals in advance, you eliminate the constant dilemma of what should I eat? Have you ever texted your family at home and said, what do you want for dinner? And they said, I don't know. And then what you've done is you've wandered around the supermarket looking for, I don't know. Or they come back to you with, I really don't care. So you then start wandering up and down the aisles looking for, I don't care. Because that's generally what they come back with. This leaves you with more mental bandwidth for your work and your personal life. So if you write them down and plan them out in advance, you've actually got them written down. It also provides you with nutritional excellence. As an evidence-based nutritionist, I totally understand and know the importance of a well-balanced diet, obviously. But meal planning lets you design the meals that align with you, with what you want, as to what you enjoy eating. Don't worry about getting all this tracking and, oh, I can only have this and that and it's only got to... Let's start off by just getting some nutritionist, nutritional variety into your diet to start off with. The colors of the rainbow, the vegetables, the fruits. Getting all of these things in makes a massive difference. Meal planning lets you design those meals. When you plan it, you're planning what you know you enjoy. You're planning what you know that you like, what you know that you can throw together very simply. And this will actually boost your overall health and well-being. Time efficiency. We, as shift workers, we know the value of time. It just seems to crawl away from us very quickly. Or in today's day and age at the moment, we are so tied up at work that there's no time outside of work at all. If you've got your meals already planned, then you can actually save precious minutes during your breaks, ensuring that you have enough time for relaxation or even maybe a quick power nap because you've got your food with you and prepped and ready to go. Also writing them down reduces or even eliminates us making impulse decisions. Now, late night cravings or impulse snacking, not when you've got your meals planned, because you're less likely to succumb to unhealthy choices when you've got nutrition options ready to go. When you can plan out your nutrition, you actually make sure that you are high protein, voluminous with vegetables or whatever, salads or just anything that's voluminous that you can get into your um, diet, and that will reduce that snacking or the cravings that people, and I say the cravings, quote unquote, it's literally because you haven't eaten enough protein and voluminous food. It also makes your grocery shopping easy. By planning ahead, you can create your shopping list, you know the shop's no more wandering around the aisles in a daze going, I don't know what to have, looking at one tin after the other or up and down the aisles. You know exactly what you need. You look on the list, bang, in you go, out you come. Done. That's it. Simple. You should be able to get in and out of a supermarket and shop for days in less than half an hour. Very, very simple. You're a shift worker. You can go at any time. Okay, so now the next thing. Point three is crafting your meal plan. So while you're writing your six down and you're going breakfast, lunch, and dinner and your snacks, 
Let's get practical. And here's a simple four-step plan to help you to get started. First of all, variety is key because we don't want boring food because we won't eat it. Because as soon as our colleague or partner or whoever stops at the local fast food to get that, you will buckle and want that. And that's not what we want. So variety is key. List down a mix of your favorite fruits, foods from different food groups. And this ensures that you're actually getting a really good, well-balanced and well-rounded diet. And prepare yourself for success. On your days off, prepare some of the components of your meals in advance. Chop your veggies, cook your proteins, and store them so that you can literally just grab the bits and pieces out of the fridge. And remember what I talk about with your three-day plan of um, actually doing your meal prep. Your rest day is literally just for the day that you actually cook or put it together. The day before that is the day you shop, and the day before that is the day you think about it and write it down. And you don't have to think about it because you've got your six, 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 and six. And you can actually just look at it, go into the supermarket, grab what you need, shop for it, and then just leave it there. And the next day you can prepare it. So that's another way of going about making sure that you're getting it right. Portion control. As a coach, I emphasize portion sizes for people to make sure that you're checking in with yourself. Don't go over the top. Check in. What do I think I'll need? What will I need for this? Use containers to portion out your meals and snacks, and that will help you to avoid overeating during busy shifts and will also have you with food ready to go for if you haven't got a break and then suddenly you get a five or a 10 minute break, you've actually got time or got time because you've got your food there with you and ready to eat. And stay adaptable because life as a shift worker can be incredibly unpredictable. Have some backup meal options you know, or freezer-friendly choices for those days where um, your plans change. My Muscle Chef meals or pre-prep um, um, meals from, you know, and you, I don't know, in your own countries or places, wherever you're listening, you will be able to search for your meal um, pre-prep meals that are done, high protein you want. Have a few of those in the freezer and ready to go. In case, just in case, have your frozen veggies, your tin veggies, have things that you can actually put together. A cooked chook in the fridge can be great to actually pull it apart and put it with a pre-prep salad and you're done. It's easy. All right. Now, the next thing is to overcome our challenges. Now, let's address this common hurdle. Where do I start? Now, it might feel overwhelming at first, but remember, I'm here to support and encourage you every step of the way. I coach clients with this. So what I suggest people do, and this is how I help clients, is to literally start with a single week of meal planning and notice the positive impact that it actually has on your energy levels. Even You could break it down even more. Just identify which meal is going to be your most challenging meal each day of the coming rotation. This is where the whiteboard comes in. You look at the whiteboard, you look at it, you go, these are the shifts. Oh my God, this dinner is going to be extremely difficult this day because if I get overtime, I'm going to be late. Plan and prepare that dinner. Have that dinner. Don't worry about your breakfast and lunch. Start with that dinner. And then look at the next day. Oh, I don't know what to do for breakfast that day. Plan the breakfast and do the breakfast that day with your overnight wheat bix or your overnight oats or whatever. Think about that. Just break it down into one meal. 
identify what your most challenging meal is each day. Is it a home meal or is it a work meal? And just address that to start off with, because I can promise you that will gain momentum for you and you'll get better and better and more efficient at it. You could even break it down into, oh, I'm doing day shifts, so this is what I normally eat or have on day shifts, or I'm doing afternoon shifts, and this is what I normally have on afternoon shifts, or I'm on night shifts, and this is what I normally eat around night shifts. Just make it easy on yourself. That's the best way to go about it, because decision fatigue is real in shift workers. It's well-researched. We are under high pressure, high stress, making critical life and death decisions at times, numerous times during our shift. So the reason that we write these things down for ourselves is to avoid that decision fatigue so that we don't have to make decisions outside. We can just open our phone, we can just look, get, prep, eat, done, and we will benefit from it. All right, so that concludes this episode. You can see the advantages of writing down your meals, which are to combat your decision fatigue. And remember, as you would adopt this strategy, you won't be just surviving, you'll be actually thriving, and you really will. It'll make a big difference. All right, so thank you for joining me. If you found today's episode helpful, please don't forget, hit follow so that you're notified if I drop any special episodes or when the episodes actually drop. And please, I beg you, let your fellow shift workers know about the podcast and the tips that you're getting from here and my social media. And don't forget to visit my website, ahealthyshift.com. And also, you can go to my Instagram, which is at a underscore healthy underscore shift. This is really, really important for the reach of the show to bring you and every shift worker solid evidence-based strategies so that they can thrive and not just survive while coping with the rigors of shift work. And also, keep those questions coming. If there's something that you want me to address, please make sure that you let me know and I can actually address it in this form. And remember, you've got the power to be a true shift work champion. You can do this. And as always, please remember to be patient and kind to yourself as you navigate the challenges of shift work and prioritize your mental health and your well-being. I also want to thank you for tuning into A Healthy Shift and keep moving forward 1% at a time, one step at a time, and make yourself a healthy shift. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.